With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Across the Pond Sports Podcast. Uh, back for a special episode um, we have for you today. We don't usually release an episode for ourselves uh, at the weekend, but today is a bit of a special day, and not for the good, not for good reasons, but we'll get into that in a second. I've got Ben Jones with me, who does uh, the Across the Pond website, amongst others. And we have Katie Brinkley, um, who is our NFL co-host when the NFL is in season. Now, we're not covering the draft today, sadly, although that is going on. What we're going to be talking about is something that's going on in the UK and something that is kind of starting to spread over Europe as well. Basically, football or soccer clubs, players, athletes and a number of sporting bodies have begun a four-day boycott of social media in an attempt to tackle abuse and discrimination on their platforms. And the show of solidarity is against online abuse and it hopes that the hope is that we encourage companies to take a stronger stance against racist and sexist abuse by users and that these social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram and Twitter are held a bit more to account. Now, as the week has went on, it started off with soccer clubs and organisations. It then spread to rugby union, um, cricket, athletics, tennis, all of these organisations all pulling. And then towards the end of the week, Sky Sports and BT Sport, who are the big broadcasters in the UK, have both agreed that they would go dark on social media. So some companies are deleting their Instagrams and Facebook. They're deleting their accounts altogether. Some are just going quiet. So it seems to be of a choice. Now, here at Across the Pond Sports Podcast, uh, Sports Network, we've decided to delete our accounts altogether or suspend the accounts uh, for the time being. Now, Katie, for you guys in the States, this is a massive weekend in the sports calendar because you have the draft. And we kind of spoke about earlier on, but Tell us why this would be just an unimaginable thing to do this weekend in, in America. Thanks, James. And, you know, I think that it's it's interesting because, you know, you and I were talking, like you said, about this a little bit before we hit record here because I I saw that things had been scheduled for deletion. And I said, well, wait, what's going on? And you kind of caught me up to speed. And you said, 
you asked me, you said, why, why is this not going to make a difference? You know, why would the U.S. not do something like this? I said, they would never, ever do anything like this over the NFL draft weekend because the NFL draft, I mean, for crying out loud, we had four channels dedicated just to one night of seeing 32 players get selected. We saw, you know, ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, NFL Network, all of them had massive coverage over the NFL draft. And it's it's such a big deal over here. I mean, way bigger of a deal than it is for the NHL or NBA. I mean, NBA is kind of getting up there, but WNBA, MLB, the NFL draft is almost like a, a you know, U.S. holiday now. And everyone tunes in to see who their team is going to be selecting. So I just, I couldn't imagine the U.S., taking part in something like this now should they absolutely but I feel like they would have to do a lot of planning like okay well what's going to be going on during this weekend before they would actually go ahead and decide to cancel all of their social media accounts and stop posting and Ben and in terms of what's happening in the UK we've seen some big organizations like the Premier League and uh, Rugby Union, Rugby League, all kind of come together as one, which is something I, I, and certainly in my memory, I've never seen happen before. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. It, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading here, like even, even Formula One is joining in on, on, on the boycott as well, and I think it's, it, it's good to see not just like sort of sports of a, you know, like football and, and rugby sticking together, but like all UK sports seem to be joining forces to really, to really show some solidarity. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's really good to see organizations come together. Now, Facebook who own obviously Facebook and own Instagram haven't commented from what I can find However, Twitter have responded to the organisations that were going to boycott social media. They've said that the organisation is basically racist behaviour, abuse and harassment, have absolutely no place on their service alongside their partners in football. They would condemn it in all forms. They're resolute in their commitment to ensure that football conversations on their services are safe for fans, players and everyone involved. But... That's just not what we've seen. I mean, there's a story that came out today of a a female football player or soccer player who her morning routine, part of her morning routine, Katie, is that she opens up her app for her social media, whichever one she's on, and she goes through and deletes all of the trolls and all of the negative comments and all of the abuse. I mean, that's not really something you should really have in a daily routine, surely. You know, it, it is interesting because I, I was thinking about all of this once, you know, you kind of brought it to my attention because again, I, I didn't hear anything about it over, over on this side of the pond. And so it really made me take a step back and think about like, well, you know, I know that social media is a part of our everyday lives. I mean, that's what I do for a living, but at the same time, it, it's, it's interesting as to how negative it can be and how there are so many um, negative people out there. I, I just, it makes me sad. I know that on my app, I mean, I don't have to deal with um, people saying negative things about me, but, but at the same time, I do have to go through and 
delete all the spam comments. That's annoying. But I can't imagine just waking up every day to have hate thrown at my in my direction. For, to, but from someone I don't even know, they don't even know me. And just because of my gender or my race or what I do, having someone think that the best way for me to start my day is with a negative message. And it's, it's true. We have to take a step back and, and think like we are all people. We are all human beings. And would you say that to somebody's face, the message that you're tweeting out or that you're sending into their DMs? It's so funny because you say that and we had Kareth Burke, uh, who's a sideline reporter from the Golden State Warriors on a couple of weeks ago. And, and that's basically what she alluded to. She, it's very easy to hide behind a keyboard. And, and Ben, I guess that that's probably the cowardly way to go is, is just people hiding behind a keyboard and, and there's no accountability. Yeah, definitely. I think just just when you sort of said like Twitter has, you know, released a statement from what I can see, Facebook and Instagram have actually said something, but it's equally as cowardly as hiding behind the keyboard, to be honest. They, they've they sort of said that they've committed to tackling abuse on its platforms, which is a bit vague. In my opinion, they should really be doing doing quite a lot more than that. You know, nobody should have to wake up in the morning or or even go to sleep at night knowing that they have to wake up in the morning to a world of abuse on these different social media platforms. Because, you know, that's how people end up with anxiety, depression, and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And it, it, it's pressure that, you know, people, people just don't need. And at the end of the day, we are all, we are all the same. Now, Ben and James, I'm just going to pose this question to both of you. You know, is this Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or Clubhouse, whatever social media app you're on, is it their responsibility? I mean, I think what it really all comes down to is us as human beings. And is that the way that we would treat somebody else on the street? And it's almost as I don't know if I would need Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to give an issued release. I think it's almost more of a big wake-up call for all of us as human beings as to watch the words that are coming out of your mouth because they have huge implications, whether written or being said. You need to be careful and mindful of what you're saying to other people, and we all just need to treat each other with kindness. Yeah, I would agree that you, you should be. I mean, you wouldn't go into a bar and start talking to the, the girl that I, in question that I was talking about place for Crystal Palace, her name's Lee Nickel. I mean, you wouldn't go into a bar and just like give her abuse to her face. I mean, no one would ever do that. You certainly hope, would hope not. And to, but to then just, as I say, hide behind a keyboard, do that um, on social media, whether it be in DMs or like posting anything on their pages and stuff. I just think that those people need to, to be held to account and I do think social media companies have a responsibility to make sure that the content that goes out on their platform is not, maybe not kind of family orientated or anything else and obviously we have freedom of speech but I think when it becomes abusive speech I do think that 
the, the social media platforms have a, an obligation to make sure that their platforms are safe. And Twitter said they're doing everything they can to make it safe. But we just don't see that. I mean, I remember last year, I think. Twitter just, especially. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, in May of last year, somebody put out a, a tweet to Donald Trump saying that he should be tarred and feathered. Now, that was the, the whole tweet. Within seconds, that person was banned from Twitter. Within seconds, they were banned. That was it. And they had to, to go through whatever jumping through hoops you have to do to get back onto Twitter, which they did. And it took them two weeks. But they were banned from Twitter for two weeks. Now, if I was to go, I wouldn't do this, but if I was to go on and make a racist comment to Thierry Henry, someone who played football at Arsenal for many years, is, is quite a well-known figure in, in the soccer world, even coached in, in America. If I was to go on and make a racist comment to him on Twitter or Facebook or anything else, I you just don't see it being dealt with as quickly. And Donald Trump was a very divisive person, but at the same time, like he is just a person at the end of the day as is Terry Henry, as am I, as am, as is Katie, as is Ben. So I, I think that these social media platforms have an obligation and they've, we've seen that they can do it, but it's just when they choose to do it. Now, with, with this ban or with this blockout, blackout for social media for the next, for the next few days, is it mostly just the sporting world? Are they trying to just you know, draw attention to this? Or is it other outlets over there in the UK? Is it, is it everybody? Or is it really just kind of being led by uh, athletes and people in the sporting world? So it, is being, it, has, it was started by a couple of soccer teams. And then it's kind of went to the, the actual leagues that they play in have agreed to do the same and kind of lead it. And then just on the back of that, just more and more companies have kind of jumped on board. Now, one of the sponsors is Barclays Bank. They have said that they will go silent on social media this over this next four days to, to kind of go with what the, because they are a sponsor of, of soccer in the UK. So they've basically said, yeah, we're, we're just going to go quiet. We're not going to have any social media postings about soccer or anything like that. So, that's that's a position that they've taken, and I think from what I can see, quite a number of of other kind of companies that are involved in soccer. They, they might not be, they might just be sponsors and stuff. But I think Adidas is another one. I had a list earlier on that I could see, but as to how many there was, but there just seems to be a, an absolute outcry. And I, I think the the main part is that people have just had enough. And Ben, like you said. F1 or Formula One racing is starting to back this. And I had seen a statement from Lewis Hamilton, who's their world champion, that he was surprised at the time that they weren't. So are you saying that they've now kind of done a bit of a U-turn there and, and they've kind of joined Lewis Hamilton in that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I, I also agree well, I actually agree with both of your comments uh, earlier as well. So, you know, Kate, Kate is entirely right. You know, it, it it goes back to what, you know, us as people say to each other. But I, I sort of also agree that social media platforms have the responsibility to 
they, they have the responsibility to police what goes on on their platforms because ultimately they are giving people the environment to to give out this sort of abuse and things like that. So I think if those environments didn't exist and people were forced to say that to each other's faces, it probably wouldn't happen as much. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's forcing people online and, and like you say, they can just hide behind that keyboard. Well, and James, I think that you and I have also had this conversation before about why so many people are enjoying Clubhouse because people are nice to each other. I mean, you know, you, you wait for somebody to finish speaking. You don't talk over each other. You know, if, if someone does disagree with you, you wait to hear what someone else has to say before you answer. I think that that is one of the nice things about having a, a social social media, uh, uh, I'm sorry, an audio social media channel is that people, you can hear what someone's saying and you, it's a lot harder to say something negative or trolling to somebody when you're actually speaking it to them as opposed to just typing it out and just letting that that fury and that rage come out, you know, because you're angry at, you know, a, a politician or whatever, and just sitting down and be like, well, what would I say to them if I was actually talking to them? And it's, you know, that I feel like that's what we need to all kind of take a step back and do is like, is this, is this how I would want somebody talking to me or to my mom or to my dad or to my daughter, you know, before we say some of those things. And I think that, you know, maybe everybody, not just the, the, you know, the sports teams and the, the podcast and, you know, the, the athletes, everybody, maybe just take a break from social media this weekend, have those conversations with those around you that mean the world to you, spend time with them in real life, not behind a keyboard. And, you know, just, just take back some of that real interaction, because hopefully we can all come back from this and feel kind of cleansed and refreshed and, and ready to, again, treat each other with, with kindness like we should. Oh, I totally agree. And I think Clubhouse, like you say, has been amazing in terms of people connecting. And you're right, I have been in many, many rooms where if, if two people start talking at the same time, both stop and they're like, oh, really sorry, no, no, you go, no, you go. And, and you do get that. And it, it can be quite funny sometimes that there has hasn't been any kind of backlash towards clubhouse it has been instagram twitter and um, facebook that have been kind of singled out by these organizations all the kind of logos that have been kind of branded about just have those three social media platforms on there now part of that could be that clubhouse is very new so it's not had any kind of big scandals like the other three but the the other one is that because what exactly what you said there everyone is kind of respectful because you're actually talking to each other and people although you can't see each other and you're like on the end of a phone basically there just does seem to be a bit more decorum (laughs) about clubhouse and people are a lot more respectful so uh, i i'm in total agreement with that and not surprised at all that clubhouse hasn't been even mentioned it has just been those three i just checked on the companies that have been moved away or uh, distanced themselves from social media as well. Adidas, pretty big company. Budweiser, pretty big company. Kazoo and a betting app of some kind. I didn't know it. BT Sport, Talk Sport and Sky Sports. So so actually some big companies. Like Budweiser's huge. 
around the world. So as is Adidas. So Ben, sorry, mate, did you have something to add? Yeah, I, I was going to ask a question and it's, it's around social media platforms and how they could potentially police this sort of thing in the future. And I suppose the, whether it's a question or a statement, I don't quite know yet, but I, th- I think with Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, things like that, they can run, you know, specific algorithms and, and things like that that could, you know, identify abusive text and words and things like that. So I suppose, in a way, my question is kind of, are we kind of lucky that Clubhouse is so civil and pleasant at the moment? Because I'm not quite sure how Clubhouse could actually police their rooms with it being a live live audio environment. I mean, we would be sort of inherently putting that responsibility onto moderators to make sure that the room stays civil. However, what then happens if a, a moderator is tolerant of that sort of behavior? You know, I think that it's, it is 100% up to the moderators. And I mean, you can report somebody for, you know, spam or hate speech and, you know, remove them from the room instantly. You can, um, if you can block somebody, you can move them to the audience. I mean, that's one of the things is, as a moderator, that's it, anyone can open up a room. But I mean, this uh, being a good moderator, you have to really know how to use those tools and read the room, feel the energy, know when somebody is kind of taking your your room down a rabbit hole, or if stuff's being said that's kind of out of line, and just you know, one interrupting, and if they're not giving up the microphone, pushing them right back down to the audience. I think that one thing about Clubhouse too is that they've made it so exclusive that the people that are on it really value this opportunity. They value the fact that they are on it because it is still in the bite only. And if you get kicked out or if you get marked for hate speech or spamming or trolling or anything like that, then you can get banned from the app for life. I mean, I guess until you get a new cell phone number, but right now that's, that's that. And so you, I think everyone's kind of bringing their best behavior to the table because they don't want to give up on this opportunity because they're enjoying being a part of that community. Yeah, so I suppose I suppose with Clubhouse being a relatively new platform, then that that maybe they have built the platform to do things right. They've potentially took into account, you know, the the possibility of abuse and and, and things like that and sort of put sort of processes and things in place that can that can stop abuse and and can get abuse reported and things like that whereas facebook and and instagram are you know older platforms that have been on the go for a long time i mean i I don't know if i'm saying something out of turn here but does facebook and instagram allow you to report abuse as well yeah it does they have ways that you can kind of go and report either posts or accounts so uh, you can kind of do both and on instagram i've never had to do it so on instagram i have done on facebook i have reported stuff on on facebook but on instagram i haven't but i I, there is a button for it so yeah you can you can do that there which is good Uh, and that that is positive but it's what they do with it and they, they they tend to on facebook they tend to come back with oh well this is in line with our standards and you're kind of like 
no, that's hate speech. So it's, your standards are wrong. <laughs> uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing when you've got someone who, there was a post I, I, I reported and it, it was an important comment that they made. And, it, you know, I got that kind of, that message back from Facebook that uh, unfortunately um, it, it was within their standards. And I'm like, well, your standards are crap to, to say the least. So sadly, yeah, uh, th- but that is why these organizations around soccer and now around the UK with all the sports organizations and teams and players and referees will all now be off Facebook and Twitter and Instagram for the next four days. And I think it's a good thing and I think it it shows that, you know, enough is enough and, you know, players, players get abuse at football grounds and then they go home and they get abused on social media. So there's just no space for them anywhere. But now what we'll do though, is we will finish off there. We're, We're happy that we've had this conversation and hopefully we've explained as to why we have come off social media for the next four days and people have a good understanding as to why we've done that because I felt that it was important as Across the Pond Sports Network for us to go in line with other media companies within the UK and within the EU now as well. So I thought it was important for us to kind of show solidarity with them, although we're very new and it actually probably hurts us coming off social media as well because because we are so new people are, are kind of looking not really looking for us just yet so we're not as big as sky sports who maybe have 7.1 million followers so <laughs> we are pretty new and and it, it's probably not great for someone so new to to be off social media but i felt it was important to take a stand as did the rest of the hosts we discussed that this with the rest of the hosts as well to to kind of say what we were going to do and they were all behind it and that was important that we were all together on that as well so Thank you very much to Ben and to Katie for joining us today for this kind of sort of special episode. But we just hope that when you you are online, I'm not kind of preaching or anything else, but just be socially aware and, and there's no need to be mean. Yes, it's easy to hide behind a keyboard, but let's let's be a bit nicer to people. Um, I think I know Ellen DeGeneres takes a a bit of a kick in for um, the kind of let's be kind or be kind to each other kind of mantra but maybe some people should start living that I guess and, and it might be a better place but Ben thank you so much for joining us and hopefully you can enjoy the rest of your weekend and no social media thanks for having me no it's been awesome the Katie's had to dive off her, her battery died sadly she's in Florida so um, on her phone so she's sunning herself in, in sunny Florida so we thank her for taking time out of her vacation to come talk to us as well so thank you so much to Katie and um, we will be back with our normal programming with myself and Ryan on uh, Wednesday with our MBA show and obviously throughout the the weekend and week we will have any kind of normal shows going out that would normally go out uh, but thanks so much for listening and if anyone has any comments or anything by all means you can email us because we're not on social media just now and you can do that at james at atpsports.net thanks so much for listening sports social podcast network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.